This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post game podcast. All right, here we go. Podcast on a Wednesday. Took me a moment there. Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. Al, what's up? Good try, Jerry. Trying to get us to Thursday already. I Good myself. try. You caught yourself. So uh, during the program today, when I was talking on the air, a bunch of times people heard my voice, and then yeah. I was explaining what was going on. I have all these people tell me that I have COVID. Right? I said, well, I took the. Uh, took the rapid test at home twice. They go, yeah, they don't work. Well, then why do we have them? I don't know. If they don't work, why did the post office send them to me, the government? I don't know. I will tell you, uh, having a conversation, I was in a lot of conversations yesterday and text messages and emails because COVID running through the school that my son's at and they suspended our baseball season, blah, 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 blah. Someone that I think would know I don't, I don't know. I'm just telling what she said. All right. Supposedly, this new variant is not picked up on the at-home tests. Right. I don't know. I have no clue. But they're the same test that if you go to a clinic, the rat, it's a rapid test. I don't know. The other test, the PCR test. That's what they make my wife take. Those, it takes three days. Yeah. To get back. That's what, so my wife works at the school, and they're making sure that people are getting tested, the staff. And it has to be the PCR test. Right. So so I, I do still have one from CBS, which I could do, but that gets me to Saturday. Right. So my, And then if it turned up positive, I was positive this whole time. Who knows? Right. And you so then, right. so I looked online today, too. It's like, what's the difference between the rapid test and PCR? They said the rapid test works best when you have symptoms. Right. So I clearly have symptoms. Yeah, yeah. And I'm coming up negative. Then I have people tell me, I took the rapid test. The, the first seven times I took it, I was negative. The eighth why would time you I take was it eight times positive. And and also, why are you believing the positive? If you had seven negatives, yeah, right? I don't know, dude. Then they just don't work. Then stop. Then don't send them to us anymore. Or whatever. I hear you. I I got you. It's frustrating. I as you know, I took tests for years, like everybody else. Yeah. Literally it's years. It was two years worth. Yeah. And came up negative every time, except when I didn't feel well and it was positive. Yeah. So for me, I feel like it worked, but I get it. I, you uh, took the rapid test or you took the one that you send when away? When I was positive, I took the rapid one at home. Yeah. But you had to be a dummy not to think I didn't have it. With I was, how right. dreadful I felt. Right. 
Um, and also at that time, my son didn't feel well. His came up positive too. Okay. My wife and my other son felt fine. They took the test. They were negative. And the test at home that you use uh, is the one where you put the swab in your nose or that yeah. was the spit one. Yeah. yeah. No, I didn't do the spit one. It was the swab and the solution and all that stuff. Well, here's my plan then, I guess I'm going to do the, uh, the PCR test that we have at home and, uh, that I'll send off uh, FedEx. Yeah. We'll get that back Saturday. And uh, sometimes they come back faster. Yeah, you're right. And and I know it's spiking a little bit again, but my, my I would get the sense that one might come back pretty quick. Okay, you could have that, I'll do that tomorrow one. afternoon. I'll do that one if you get it out today. I should say, right, right. I, I don't know, man. Right, right, right. What it is? It is what it, Jerry. It is what it is. Yeah. Buzz by, but that's also and trust me, I'm glad you had rather you be here than not. But this goes back to our conversation during the height of COVID where we all said, no one's coming to work sick anymore. Like, that's over. And here we are. Everyone comes to work sick. Yeah. Oh, I took a test. I'm not, I don't have COVID. Yeah. Well, you could still get me sick though. Right. So that's okay. I don't know. But then the other thing is it's like, if, if when, when people are sick now, you're normally sick for a week, right? Yeah. So are you going to stay home for a week? I don't know. Well, you have the capability to work from home Yeah, now I suppose. Like I that, suppose. And that was, and you were the one that brought that. Yeah. You were the one that made that point. I know. Like I talked a tough game. The days of coming in sick when, now, Eddie doesn't have the capability to work from home. I get that. We all do, though. The rest of us do. So why would you come in feeling like crap, waking up in the, when your body needs to rest? Yeah. And not that staying home means you're going to sleep till 9 a.m., but you know what? You can sleep till 4.15. Right. And I know people might be laughing when I say that, but your alarm usually goes up at 2.15. It, it actually makes a difference. Yes, it does. Yeah, I'm not that. telling I, you to stay home, but I got to tell you, if you don't, if you still feel like crap later, yeah, stay home. Yeah. It's really not, you know? Yes. You're only hurting yourself. I'm well, you could be hurting us too, but you're hurting yourself. That's true. That's true. Good point. Uh, then also, Jerry, as you know, I'm working on a number of cases in the Bradley Beach where I'm somewhat of a detective not unofficial what do you get paid i don't get paid and it's not official it's more of a volunteer uh neighborhood watch type of thing but i've got a number of cases i've been watching over the time i've got the of course the beer bottle person right i've got the person who's putting up the owl poops naked stickers all right uh there's a large dog that has been pooping and the person who's walking the dog is not cleaning it up it's the same dog and there's now a graffiti person in town writing with marker really? graffiti. Yeah. So I'm working for currently four cases, Jerry. I had a break in one of my cases yesterday. <laughs> I was walking my dog and I see up the block a guy walking a large black dog and I see a fresh pile of poop. When he saw me, he took off in between houses. Wow. To get away. But I got a good... I know he's Caucasian male. You're an eyewitness. Caucasian male, late teens, early 20s. The dog is all black. So I put a post on the uh, Facebook group. How was that received? Uh, mostly well. well. A couple of jerks. I go, stop this stuff. I mean, and then I go, okay, may I have your address? I'm going to collect the poop and bring it to your house. <laughs> what do you say? Calm down, Al. Calm down. But uh, I did get multiple people who said they know who it is. Really? And they've told him many times to pick up, and he 
seems oblivious to the fact that you're supposed to pick up dog poop. Wow. But I've narrowed down where he lives to a pretty good location. I'm so excited, Jerry. I hope you don't become a murder victim. I'm no, because these people are cowards. Okay. People who do this sort of things, they're not. They're you make not me nervous with this stuff. No, and my mother too. She gets very nervous. But it's like the same people that would like call. Like Jeffrey Dahmer didn't go after. Like he the these guys are cowards. Okay. So the guy's walking around letting his dog poop on beautiful Ocean Avenue and is walking away. That's a coward. He would never confront anybody. You know. So I'm not scared of guys like that. So you're going? Are you going after him? I. Do plan on when I see. So now I know what his dog looks like and what essentially he looks like. So now I don't even have to see his dog poop. I just have to see him walking his dog, even if the dog's not going to the bathroom. I will say something because multiple people have said something to him. He hasn't done anything. And what happens when you say something he doesn't do anything? Well, now I'll get a really good look at him and I will know where he lives and I will send the police there. Will the police go there? Yeah, it's illegal to, uh, it's against the law because you could spread disease by not cleaning up after your dog. $350 fine. All right. So, yes, they will go there, Jerry. And that will be, so it's just very exciting that I have a break in the case. I would say so. We got to get a break in the sticker case before summer hits. Yeah, I haven't seen any new stickers. Oh, okay, that's good. But this new graffiti person, I did happen to see the mayor at a local restaurant in town this weekend. He told me to be on the lookout. So he's he's essentially Tell him to put you on payroll. Granted me power. He should put you on payroll and you should be getting checks from Bradley Beach. Yeah. How about this, Jerry? There a brand new restaurant opened at Bradley Beach. Okay. Scratch Kitchen, it's called. And both me and the mayor went the first night to check it out. Nice. Yeah. Was red carpet for you? No. You just a, happened to be there at the same time. I was there and then the mayor came in to pick up takeout. To support the new restaurant. Very nice. Outdoorsy place? No. Not, no, it's just, small just indoors. Inside. Yeah, it was very good, though. That's great. They made a... Um, Bring your own? It is a BYOB, yep. They made... I got a uh, a General So's chicken thighs on waffles. So I really, I broke my diet. That sounds good. It was very good. That sounds great, actually. Yes. I hesitate to tell you people to go there, because then I won't be able to get in. Although now that I am on the mayor's uh, sort of payroll without getting paid. But he is telling me, he is granting me power. You're also on the injured list right now, so you're not going this weekend anyway. I also get the feeling the cops have had enough of my nonsense. You think? Yeah. How many times have you called the cops? Well, on the podcast I did with Eddie, you didn't listen to that, did you? I did not. Yeah. Uh Uh-oh. There was an incident where I had to call the police. What happened? I know you did this already, I guess, but what happened? Well, quickly, uh, I saw somebody take a large bag out of their car and walk it over to the garbage on the beach Okay. and sneak the giant bag in there and hide it. And when I went over to look what it was, it was some sort of... It wasn't garbage bag material. It was a different type of material, and it was all taped up so you couldn't see what was in it. Looks very suspicious. I took a picture of the guy's license plate. So I called the police. And what'd they do? They come over? They came over. And I, I, I prefaced it by telling them, listen, I, I may be watching a lot of crime programs. <laughs> and the female uh, police officer cut into the bag and it was uh, grass clippings. Which and she you still shouldn't be doing. And she said, yeah, you might be watching. <laughs> that's, 
bit too many. ID channel I'm impressed shows. that they just cut right into it like that. In this yeah, they day did. and age. She did, yeah. Like God knows what could be in there. Right. Well, that's what I was thinking. Well, she opened it and she goes, I don't smell anything foul because we were all thinking human body parts. You were thinking that, <laughs> not we all were. But I also thought it was interesting that if any of my neighbors were looking out their window, because cops always send the backup. Right. There were two police cars, two cops, oh and me God. looking through the garbage. Wow. Holy crap. Yeah. It's quite a scene, Jerry. You need to go work somewhere in law enforcement. I was so happy that it was a police officer that I hadn't dealt with before. <laughs> I have never dealt with a police officer. And you've known all, you know all 12 of them in the town. There's a police officer on the Bradley Beach Force who was called not by me, but I had someone call the cops on me during the very big snowstorm right, you told me when that, they yeah. were shoveling out yep. onto my sidewalk. And that cop has had enough of me because <laughs> he's been there. He's been, when I've called twice, he's had to come out. Oh my God. So he's had enough of my nonsense. That's actually funny. So I was hoping he was not working the Sunday night shift. Sunday night? You yeah. made this call? Sunday oh my night. God. Okay. Sunday night or Monday night. Yeah. My God, dude. Just know. My eyes are on you, people. You're on the lookout. I'm on the lookout in Bradley Beach. <laughs> I see things, Jerry. You are funny. Yeah. All right. Now, listen, you do what you got to do. By the way, in the summer, all of the local police forces, maybe even, I don't know, maybe it's just the beach towns, they all hire like sort of junior, mm -hmm. I don't want to call them police because they're not, but they patrol. Like in training. Yeah, they patrol the beaches. Right. And then if there's trouble, they wouldn't do anything, but they'd call the, they'd phone it. I was like, well, maybe I should, I know it would be all like college kids, but maybe they'd take a 52 year old. They might. Imagine me, Jerry. Yes, I could. In like police shorts, a t-shirt that says police. And I'm just out there. Was no, uh, there's no food allowed on the beach, man. <laughs> Head out of town. People are going to. Leaving, they're going to be flocking out of Bradley Beach. Unless you're a rule follower, then you're going to flock to uh, Bradley Beach. The mayor's going to kick you out. <laughs> Go back to Matawan. Do you not jackass. kick me out, Mayor. <laughs> I'm getting things done. Oh, it's great. All right, Jerry, I have to end this here because I you got to go. Um, I really suggest you stay home tomorrow. All right, I'm thinking of that for real. But do silly. I still have to work? Do no. I still work? If you're sick, stay yeah, home. Because I, I feel like I need to sleep. I think you need to rest. And if Boomer feels like this too, he should rest. Yeah. Come back on where, however he works from on Monday. It's tomorrow's Thursday. Right. Take a couple stupid sick days. You only have 900 of them that no one ever uses. By the way, I, I looked up, you know how many hours of sick time I have? A lot. 480. I have 820. Wow. Well, I've also been here longer than yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Because I saw that the other day too. It's funny you say that. Yeah. I don't use them. Right. We ever. don't use them. Yeah. We just show up. I would, man. I would, uh, to me, I'd go down there right now and say, can you guys, do, I, got, I need a couple days. Yeah. Because it's silly. It but is. That's just my opinion. All right, Jerry, let's do the warm-up program. Right. That was not silly at all. It was terrific. Two. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. 
This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. The Fan is your station. We want to hear from you. Call The Fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook. Better odds and favorable prices. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. Right, how about we do this? It's Wednesday. Good morning to you. It is a couple of minutes after 5 o'clock. He is a husky son of a bitch himself. Eddie Scazzari, nice to see you. And across from me, his name is Al Jeff Dukes. What's up, man? How you feeling? Better? Good morning, Jerry. No. Uh, okay, the same. It. A little worse when I woke up, but I did uh, COVID test myself again yesterday. You look worse. Yeah. And I don't want to be one of those guys that says Go home. I don't want to be one of well, I'll be home for two weeks then. That's not right. Jesus. I'm not one of these guys that wants to be, oh, those are allergies when you because you don't want people to think you're walking around sick. But yes, I was feeling much better than yesterday. I went out and walked my dog. When I got by the time I got down the block, my head felt like it had blowed up. You blowed up. So you so, have allergies. I don't know. I guess. I, I, when I blow my nose, Jerry, it's all clear. You that know what I'm saying? That should be allergies. So I that think. should be allergies. I believe so. But I'm starting to, th- my chest is starting to be a loose cough. Oh. Mucinex? No, I, I I tried to take an allergy medicine. It's really working because you sound well, a little worse I gave than it a yesterday. Shot. I gave it a shot. It did uh, not work. Okay, maybe that's I'll great. Tr- maybe I'll try a Claritin today. What are you? What else are you trying? Well, I did a Benadryl yesterday. Oh, okay. I forgot about Benadryl. It's kind of weird. Me and my dog take the same medicines. Like, <laughs> I had to go in the dog's medicine cabinet <laughs> to get the Benadryl. Whatever works, man. Because right now nothing seems to be working yeah. for you. And a Boomer's out sick today. I heard. He called out sick last night at 6.48 p.m. I got the text. Yeah, me too. Wasn't anticipating that, but yeah. okay. We are the he gets better. We are the walking wounded today, Jerry. Are you sick, Eddie, or you're good? I'm fine. You're He's fine. good. All right, you're good. Greg's good. I'm good. Just a matter of time for us, I suppose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> great. Really great. I'm sipping some honey water, Jerry, which is uh, very good for your throat. That's when you know you don't feel well, when yeah. you go to the honey. Yes. That's a problem. But honey is delicious. Yeah, it's fine. It's not terrible, Okay, Jerry. then do you drink it every day? I don't. Then it's not so delicious, That's is it? true. Okay. Good point. That's what I thought. Jerry, we've got a big game five, Rangers game tonight. We do. I hope Boomer's not going to it. Well, I don't think he's, he's He doesn't feel well. No. I can't imagine he's going. Well, I don't want him to go if he's feeling ill and then go and watch if they lose. But I think they win tonight. I tell you, if they don't win tonight, my God. Because 4-1 is embarrassing. If Talk about a complete waste of a great season. Yeah, like I think they'll win tonight and then they'll lose. Maybe game but I, uh, six. I also think you win tonight and you put a little, just a little bit. Of, it's a veteran group, I know, with the Penguins, but you put a little bit of pressure on them at home. Little bit of pressure, just a little bit. I think if you're the Penguins, you want to just end this. 
Igor Shosturkin better get it together. I agree. I agree. Well, and the team's got to get it together. Like even even Gallant yesterday after practice, see how he's so funny. And I and I know what he meant by it, but like the first question was short practice. You know what were you trying to accomplish? And he goes. Got to get back to our work ethic. Well, how about you have a regular practice then? Right. <laughs> Short. Work ethic practice. I know what he was doing, and I get it. It just sounded funny. But, yeah, I mean, they they have been the – the Penguins have been the more physical team, and it shows, and it shows on the scoreboard, and it shows where they are in the series. Yeah, so let's get it together tonight. What's that, a 7 o'clock? Yeah, 7 Probably, o'clock game. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right, Jerry. And then uh, our baseball teams, though, keep rolling, 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 rolling. rolling, rolling. Yeah. Well, who rolling, do you want to start rolling, with? You want to start with the Mets rolling. or the Yankees? Let's do the Yankees, Because Jerry. the Yankees had really one of those, what do they always say? Every team's going to win 60 games. Every team's going to lose 60 games. It's what do you do with those other 42 games? Last night should have been one of those 60 in the loss column for the Yankees. But, boy, Romano walks two guys that, I don't know. DJ LeMahieu can do damage for sure, but you're walking Trevino. That's huh? right. And then you got to see Judge with two on, and then he hits the home run. And it, it was a chippy game for sure, as we know. But uh, that is a horrible loss for the Blue Jays. Yeah, it did get chippy. So Stanton hits the home run, yes. opposite field, cheapo shot. Three run homer, right? It was not a cheapo shot. Even the announcer said. It's the said, same fence. Kind of cheapo. No, it's not cheapo. It's the same fence for the Blue Jays that yeah. it is for the Yankees. Correct. So it's not a cheapo home run. Now, if you told me that the Yankees had this really cool mechanism that when they're up, you see the fence move in 10 feet and then it moves back when the Blue Jays are hitting, yes. that'd be a cheapo home run. And that would be home field advantage. I hate when people do that. And they make it seem like, you know, right field in Yankee Stadium is 292. It's 310, and then it jets out really far into right center. So it's fair for both teams. Stop with that. True. That's true. But then after Stanton Homers, these freaking Blue Jays bean Josh Donaldson. A former Blue Jay, right. Square in the back. And that dude, he missed that pitch if he really missed it. Yeah. By like three feet. Now, they said there's no way. There's the announcers like, there's no way he's throwing oh, you're out. talking about the Blue Jays Blue announcers. Jays announcers. Yeah. There's no way that he's throwing at him. It's a tie game. He's uh, already got, uh, what was it, a ball on him? It, it was 0-1. Oh, it was 0-1. It was Jimmy Garcia okay. pitching. It was 0-1, and he gets plucked right in the back. Yeah. That and was then, about as intentional as intentional is. Really? You don't think so? Well, the Blue Jays announcer said though. it doesn't right. make any what sense. What did Michael K say? What did John Sterling say? I didn't hear them. I don't disagree. It doesn't make sense. It's a tie game. I don't disagree with that at all. The problem, and it's nonsense with the grip of the ball. Stop already. He didn't just barely miss. He missed by three feet. So, and the grip of the ball was fine the rest of the night? So yes. So one pitch? Come on, stop. The one pitch, unfortunately, stop. Jerry got away from him. That was a purpose pitch. He hit him. I don't know that he should have been ejected, to be right. quite honest, but he was ejected. Yeah, he got tossed. Then... Uh, Somebody else got tossed as well. I think the pitching coach. Yes. Right uh, then. What the hell was I wrote it down. What the hell was his name? Pete Walker. Peter Walker. Because he was screaming from the dugout. Yeah, get out, Peter Walker. See you later. Hit the showers, kid. Yeah, well, he's not a kid. He's. Um, I think he was arrested for DUI this spring, and oh. he's like 50-something years old. Well, he better be careful when he goes down by himself. They better not have beers down in that locker well, room. Well, yeah. Then uh, later in the game, Jerry, Jonathan Loisega. Now He's filthy. He went up and in on Bo Bichette, mm-hmm. which Bo Bichette, very dramatic snapback to get out of the way. 
it was not that close. It was up and in. It was that, up and in. Yes. And then the Blue Jays were ticked off that he didn't get thrown out of the game. Yes. Well, and then Charlie anybody. Montoyo got tossed. <laughs> Gone. And he was so shocked. He's like, what did I do? <laughs> that was actually pretty funny. Right. They're like, it, uh, the um signals to the Blue Jay dugout. Dugout, you're out. <laughs> and he's like, who, me? Well, I think what happens in that case, the umpire doesn't know who said what was yeah. said. And that's that's where it goes. I can tell, I've told you this before. There was a travel game that we played in Hershey two years, well, it was before the pandemic, so three years ago, where one of our parents screams something that they shouldn't have at the umpire. The umpire comes to me and goes, one more word from your side, you're gone. Like, oh. What did I do? He did goes, you have to go, you're responsible. Did you have to go tell the parents to zip it? I, yes, I did. You're going to get me tossed. Yes, I did. I had to go tell them, if you say another word, they're throwing us all out. My kick is out of the tournament, which was a lie. And then they were good the rest of the way. And my, our parents are awesome. But that one day, they kind of lost their mind in this one specific instance, and he threatened to throw me out. I'm like, well, I didn't do nothing. You ever get tossed from a little game? No. No, never even close. So you don't throw no. up and in at these kids if they're crouching no, the play? No, we don't throw up no. and in. Are you crazy? No, come on. They're 12 years old. Oh, they're only 12. All right. It does happen, but no, we don't do it on purpose. No. And then Aaron Judge, Jerry. Aaron Judge. The yeah. three-run blast in the 10th, and they went it. Yeah. That's a hell of a win. He crushed that I'm, ball. And I heard it's if awesome. I – was it was it uh, John or Kat? I forget who said it. That's his first game-winning home run in his career? I did. Is this, yeah, so, well, it's his first walk-off. Now, enough with the, I hate that. It's a game-winner. That's his first one. Well, I don't know. Like, let's say he did it in the top of the ninth. That's not a game-winner. That's a go-ahead home run. Oh, okay. Yeah, it did seem odd. This is a home run hitter, yeah. Jerry. That's that's crazy to me. Yeah. So he got he got to enjoy that. Yeah. And then they showered him with stuff. Hmm. So a good waters, uh, beers, Stanton and Judge home run night. Stanton. I'll tell you another thing too. I don't know if you watch this or just watch the highlights. I watch everything. I watch. Did you? I see it all, Jerry. The fact that Luis Severino actually got into the fifth inning to me was miraculous. Did you see when he told when he told Boone stay stay there? I did not. <laughs> So when was, Bo- I think Boone was, was starting to come out, and he was like, "Yeah." So I guess it was, first of all, the first two innings took over an hour. I mean, it was brutal. Severino couldn't throw a strike. It was t- the first two innings were awful, and I think it was with two out. I, mm, I think it was two out in the second inning. And he just he can't throw a strike. He's walking guys. He looks terrible. His pitch count's ridiculous. And that's why I say I can't believe he got into the fifth inning. And at one point, um, you see him. He turns and points to the dugout. And he goes, no, stay there, because <laughs> I think Boone was going to come out. And then was it Matt Blake as the pitching coach? He wound up, came out and talked to him. He gets out of that inning. I believe, I have to go back and check. I should have wrote it down at the time. I believe he threw 68 pitches in the first two innings. That seems excessive. You think? Yeah. And he actually got, I'm surprised he didn't get through the fifth. He had the one batter. I guess he walked the one batter with two out in the fourth, uh, in the fifth. And then they took him out for Miguel Castro. But, I mean... You're sitting there thinking, that's it, two innings. Get, it's time to go to the bullpen. And he, you know what? He kind of bared down, and he was really good in the third. He was really good in the fourth, and he was fine in the fifth. They wound up taking him out. But, yeah, for the most part, I was stunned he got far as far as he got. Now, today we have a 12-35 game between the Blue yeah, This is a quick two-game series. I didn't realize. Yeah. By the way, I know I'm critical of, like, watching the game and seeing behind home plate, and they're Let's not, not being great. Look packed. You know why? Playing the Blue Jays, relatively big game inside the division, even though it's still May. 
It's still the Blue Jays. It's not the Orioles. People were into it. Yeah, it looked nice. And I know, and what's funny is the place was not packed. If you saw the overhead shots, it wasn't packed, but they did fill in the bottom, which looked great. Good atmosphere. And I tell you, this team's good. This is the Yankees are pretty good. Would you say they're pretty good, Jerry? I'd say they're pretty or good. Or would you say they're pretty good? They were uh pretty good. And by and not only do the Yankees win, Judge is the whole is the story, but Kikuchi's no hitting them into the sixth inning. Right. And it's like you're thinking, all right, it's one of these days he's got their number. And no, 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 no. LeMahieu the double, and away we go. Last night was a magical night for almost no hitters. We got yeah, a no well, hitter. We did get one. We did get one. We got a no hitter, Jerry. Who from... was the other one? Uh, Verlander had the no hitter. Yeah, Verlander no-hitter. had a no hitter into the eighth. Right. And this angel rookie, Reed Detmers, threw a no hitter against the Rays. How about that? Did he get now? Did he walk a lot? I didn't see. I saw that he threw the no hitter. But I was kind of focusing on the Mets and Yankees when I got in. Did he walk any? Because those those are no hitters, no hitters. But you hate when you see a no hitter with six walks. Jerry, I was focused on the headline, so that's not. And, <laughs> and I did see he was like the youngest since two thousand six. Okay, he's only fifteen years old, Jerry. He's a very <laughs> young man, and he threw a no hitter in All the right, majors. So let's. See. I'm going to try and find. <laughs> you're so stupid. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Angels raised just as I pop it up here real quick. Let's see this game. 12 nothing. Oh, it was a blowout, Jerry. Yeah. The Angels had 18 hits. They should have shared some with Tampa. My God. Mike Trout, three for four. Look at that. Uh, Walsh, three for five. Vel- is that Andrew Velasquez? You know the Angels? I should know this. I don't oh, know. Oh, he is, Jerry. You don't know that. What if his name is Aaron? You don't know that. Then it's close enough. Uh, so he threw. Well, now why does not give me the full box score? You well, won. Whatever. How many walks this fella had? It looks like just one. I know his pitch count. So was... that means he was one walk shy of a perfect game. I know, yeah, I know his uh, his pitch count was low. His pitch count was game. 108 for a complete game. Yeah. That's awesome. And only one walk. That dude nearly threw a perfect game. All right, here's the question. Where do you think the walk came in? I'm going to say early on. Early on. So not in the first, not in the second, not in the third, not in the fourth. Not in the fifth. This dude had a perfect game going to the seventh inning. Um, all right, so there was one error. Let's see. Phillips safe on a, an error. Blah, blah, blah. So there's so, an error and a walk. Yeah, I'm trying to find the walk, though. Your perfect game is over. I don't even see the walk, which is interesting. Well, whatever. I, that's a hell of a yeah, night for nice him. performance. That is tremendous. Now, they're calling it the second no-hitter of the season, although we know the Mets combined one. We don't count, Jerry. We don't, but it is a no-hitter. It is a no-hitter, but 100%. we don't count it as to how many no-hitters were in the season. Correct. So for us, in our statistic, this is the first no-hitter of the season. The walk led off the sixth inning. That's where it was. And then they get a line out, and then they get a double play inning over. And then you get the error, but the perfect game was over already. The error in the seventh. That's tremendous. Oh man, if you if your error is the only thing that ruins a perfect game, hundred percent. Well, that's where when you when you go out there for the ninth, forget a no hitter because there's really no pressure on you as a fielder for the no hitter. Make the play, you don't make the play. Whatever, everything's still intact. The perfect game, though, yeah, you still have the no hitter, and but the per you want to ruin that perfect game? Oh my god, I would. I'd be like, don't hit. I know the ball you would me. actually. No, you'd ask to be taken out. I'd pray. I'd pray. He's perfect through six. Uh, coach, I'm done. Coach, I'm not feeling... My quad's bothering yes, me. Yes, I'd be like, my quad <laughs> and my hamstring. And your, um, Both of them. And your testicles are tight. And my testicles are tight. <laughs> so I better nervous. get out of this game. 
<laughs> All right, let's take a quick break. When we come back, a little bit on the Mets. Great Yankee win last night for sure. Mets with a, you know what? It's a win over Washington. Scratch it off the list and move on. Both teams with 21 wins on the season on this May 11th. Not too bad. 516 on the fan. G joins us at the top. Don't go away. All right, Mike and the Mechanics on a Wednesday, 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 midweek, 525, almost 525. So we talked about the Yankees, who had just an outstanding win last night at the stadium. One of those that you don't expect. Uh, and yet there they are, 21 wins on the season. The other team in town, the Mets, also with 21 wins on the season as they beat the Nationals last night for to a rather ho-hum type of win, I would say, but great. Win it, move on. They beat Patrick Corbin and the Metsies, 21-10. and 10. I liked uh, Francisco Lindor made a, a beautiful play at short, diving through the dude out, and then he he gave like almost the Dikembe Mutombo no, thing no, to, no, the, no, no. To, the, to the runner, the hitter. He's like, no, no, no. He's... Carlos Carrasco, Jerry, dominant performance. Pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. And then uh, at one point, just before the Mets had a uh, sacrifice fly to center that scored a run, a rat was running around the field. Now, this is in uh, Washington. Washington. I, the Mets must have felt right at home. Like, there's a rat. <laughs> how does a rat get to the ballpark? What do you mean? And how'd they get him the out of bowels there? bowels of these stadiums? Yeah. There's raccoons and cats and rats. Are you surprised by this? You should You're right. Be. We've seen all those things. Yeah, absolutely. And we Now, if you told me... You know, a giraffe showed up at the stadium. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I would, I'd be curious. That'd be so great. Uh, we got to pause here. There's a giraffe in right field. He's right. walking around with his big long neck. <laughs> why do well, they have those long necks? I have no idea. I don't know why or how a giraffe ever came to be. Yeah, I don't know what mated with what to make a giraffe. Not sure. Perhaps you <laughs> and some animal. <laughs> I know, like the giraffes eat that. Uh, the leaves on higher up trees. Yeah. But that might just be because that's eye level for them. It could be. I don't like, know. Like which came first, the fact that they eat those leaves. Or the chicken or the egg. No or that they, Or that they had those long necks, so they started eating those leaves. I, I don't know. We don't know. Uh, how about this? I go home yesterday, speaking of, since this is the animal segment. Yeah. I go home yesterday, and the first thing, I had to deal with some stuff, but I had a few minutes, I go outside, and I see something on top of the batting cage. I'm like, what the hell is that? And it looked like a bird, but there was no head. And so it was a bird, headless, that was laying on top of the batting cage. A headless neck. bird. Yeah. I found the head of the bird. Oh, that's a cool name. Head of the bird. Yeah. Uh, for a band. I found the head of the bird about 40 feet away by the back fence. So and it looks like I I don't know, but it looks like a vulture or something must have attacked this thing midair, and just <clears throat> right in the throat, just cut its head off. Yeah, because there was guts spilling out of its body, which was stuck in the batting cage, and there was guts coming out of its neck. So I had to go pick up this headless bird. Ugh, Maybe someone sending you a message, like in the Godfather, Godfather no, when they put that no, headless the head of the horse, the head of the horse in the bed. No. I don't think anyone was sending someone a sending you a message, Jerry. We, we do have issues with birds getting stuck in the batting cage because they fly in somehow and they can't figure out how to get out. And anytime I see it, I go, go, go I lift the net up and they figure it out. This is what I thought happened. Clearly not because it was just laying on top of the net. And then the head was, like I said, 40 feet away. A decapitated bird head. Yeah. yeah. 
I think a vulture got it. Or a hawk. Or a hawk. Those hawks, they will snap a neck. Be, what do they say? Turkey vultures? What are those things I always say is a hawk, and then they're like, no, stupid. It's a it's something. Is the it, turkey vultures? Is that what that's called? The turkey vulture? Well, they're the ones that eat stuff on the ground. Like, I don't think they would snap that out of the air. They, like, eat, like, a dead deer. They just, like. Maybe it was an alien. More likely a red-tailed hawk. A red-tailed hawk. Yeah. Okay. I've, I don't think I've ever seen that in the air by us, but. They'll take small dogs, too. You got to be careful. Uh, yes. That's why I got a bigger dog. I didn't want a red-tailed hawk taking it. Man, if you saw Whimsy flying through the air. <laughs> Thank hey, God. Red-tailed. <laughs> Not my fault. Listen, she's gone. <laughs> hey, where's your dog? A uh, red-tailed hawk. <laughs> Grabbed her. Who knows where she took where he took uh, her. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, Somewhere. So the Mets. So the Mets win last night. <laughs> Carrasco was good. They beat Corbin. Uh, and here we go. And so, another, again, not a thrilling night, but it was what it was. Not a thrilling, thrill, thrilling night. And they play again tonight, Jerry, 7.05. By the way, give Brandon Nimmo a lot of credit. What did he for, do? Well, as I actually wrote this down, the, yeah. the Franco double oh, yes. scores a run. The way he cut that ball off, because if it goes to the wall, the second run scores. He cuts that ball off beautifully. And then the relay to McNeil home, in that, this case, you don't want to send the guy. That dude was dead on arrival. By 10 feet. He didn't even, he didn't even try and slide. No. He was just like, I'm dead here. You, you sound it. Exactly. <laughs> I'm dead here. Why even risk the injury? You look like you can't even keep your eyes open right now. Um, No, I'm good, Jerry. This is solid. Salad? Solid. Oh, solid. <laughs> what are you supposed to slide head first, and when are you supposed to slide feet first? Well, I don't think you should ever slide head first, personally. Man, they do it all always, the time I, here. I know they do. I would always go feet first. I think they feel like they have more control of touching the base also, with their with their hands. You can also break your fingers. Yes. Which, in baseball, not going to help. That, it's hard to hold the bat, hard to throw the ball. I, I yeah I don't care for the head first slide. I love the feet first slide for the for first second and third or second and third, and I love the head first slide for home. And Looks that cool. is and if you do that in youth baseball, you're ejected. If you had first slide in the in the home, correct. That not, looks so cool. Not allowed. So much so, if you stumble, and this happened to us in a game a couple years ago, if you stumble and fall head first, you're out. You're not ejected. You're out. Because that move where you run. To the as you as you're going down the third base, uh, the, going towards home, and you're staying to the right a little bit, and you do that outside slide and reach the hand over. Sure, that is sweet. Well, it depends on where the ball is. You could also do that inside too. Depends on where the throw is coming. But you're right. I to me the especially with cleats, I'd rather go feet first. Get out I, of my way. I don't understand the head first slide into first base. That's so and guys stupid. do it all the time. You in have to baseball. slow down in order to do the, the, the slide. Yeah, and I think that's run through it. Scientifically proven. Yes, and yet guys continue to do it. I know that some of the COVID scientists they they took some time off and they did <laughs> they studied that. You're correct, Jerry. It is scientifically proven. Just run through first was, base, slide into second and third. Head face hard first. <laughs> Had a first slide into home. Who was the uh, the New York doctor that we saw on the commercials all the time? I don't remember. Mm, okay, fair enough. Uh, there is more good news with the Mets, by the way. Not only the fact that they won, but Jacob DeGrom started throwing yesterday. Is that right? Quietly, yes. From 60 feet. Jerry, we don't need him. Stay home. No, well, no, no, time out. If this team is in first place and you've got a chance to bring back a healthy Jacob DeGrom, you need him. Jerry, we don't need and him, you take him ruining the chemistry of this team. He's not going to ruin anything. Are you out of your mind? We're kicking ass right now. This would be like making a trade at the trade deadline. 
Is that right? And for an elite pitcher, not a good pitcher, not a great pitcher, an elite an pitcher. An elite pitcher, all and right. And then if you end up with Scherzer, DeGrom, 1-2, or DeGrom, Scherzer, however you want to do it, good luck. That's awesome. That's pretty good. Right, with McGill, with Carrasco. Taiwan Walker. Eh. Taiwan Walker. Eh. Eh. Right. Eh. That's why you want oh, him you back. Oh, you want DeGrom back. Okay. Definitely. And I'm forgetting there's one other one. Um, David Peterson. Mm. Yeah. He's good. He's fine. He's all right. He's fine. He's all right, Jerry. Not DeGrom. He's okay. (laughs) But you get get DeGrom back. Then you got something. Then you got something. Absolutely. I have a couple NBA notes for you, Jerry. This one threw me off. You hate the NBA. I do, but I do like certain guys in the NBA. Just real quick. Yeah. The Phillies lost again yesterday. They stink. Joe Girardi is... He's in hot water in there. You on the hot seat, Girardi. He is. Yes, he is. And a lot of it is his bullpen stinks. I didn't see how they lost. I see they lost 5-4 in Seattle when we were all passed out. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that is not going well. They are. You have an idea what the Phillies' record is right now? I'm going to say they have 15 wins. You're close. 13-17. and 17. That's not good. No, but it's terrible for what they're expected to do. Not good. And we're going to smack you around the next time we see you. Was there? Right, there was almost a brouhaha there, too. Let's relax. We'll the see. Mets have got a lot of enemies this year, Jerry. Cardinals. Phillies. Yeah. Nationals. I suppose. Braves. Right. The Nationals hit the two guys in the head. Yeah. That was Lindor and Alonzo. And a lot, they didn't want to even pitch to Alonzo last night. Those first two at-bats were a joke. Anyway, all right, NBA. NBA. I was very upset, Jerry, to see Ja Morant. Has a bone bruise. Really? Yeah. You're not going to watch anymore? <laughs> and as a man who's had a bone bruise from softball, Jerry, I can tell you it's very painful. Could you even pick John Morant yes. out of the lineup? Oh, yeah. Well, I watch him do those slam dunks oh, okay. on the... Uh, it, he's good, Jerry. No, he's he's electric. Like, he's going to be out the rest of the playoffs? That's what it Which says. Which might not be that much longer because they're playing the Warriors and they're down in the series. Okay. And not for nothing, they're also, I believe it's 20-5 and five without him this year. So it's not really? like they have no... Yeah, it's not like they have no chance. Yes, just to clarify here. So Golden State is... They're up 3-1. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it's... Please. It's like, it's like a Rangers-Penguins uh, series. But Memphis over. could win if they have if they get the next game. It depends on when that game The next game's in their building. Memphis could win the next game. But yeah, Morant's out. It'd be something if they actually came back and made this a series with him out. Because it makes no sense how well they've been without him. Yes, that makes no sense. It Jerry. doesn't. This guy slam dunking his yeah. face off every time I'm watching highlights. It's John Moran. And John Moran face dunk. Which game they? I forget the game they won. Was it game one or game two? Whichever game they won, uh, they won at home, and he scored the final 15 points for them. I but think this is what I'm saying. Yeah. So, oh well. They need him back, Jerry. He's got a bone bruise. Tough for them. I would tell him put ice on it. That's what I did. And then you missed the rest of the season. And then I missed the entire rest of the softball season. Yeah. So you know I what understand. The difference is though. What's that? He wants to play. Also, probably has muscles around his bones. Well, hold on. You got hit in the shin. Yeah. No one has muscle around their shin. Okay, good. There's good to know. you can do about that. Right. So, all right, well, whatever. And then there was uh, almost a brouhaha in the tunnel. Almost. Of the Suns-Mavericks game. Yes. Marquise Chris, Jerry. And Bismarck Biombo. Yeah, he followed Bismarck Biombo down the tunnel. Well, the first security he gave a had hard... to go get him. So they were getting crushed at the end of the game. The Mavericks were, and Biombo goes in for a dunk. He defended it hard. I don't. I actually think it was a good play. There were words, and then they started jawing, and then what was? Now I know you saw this video. Yeah. Did you see? So 
Chris goes down the wrong tunnel, that's where the whole controversy comes in. They wind up getting him out and then sending him back into the proper tunnel. Did you see when he goes into the tunnel, the outfit on the girl, little to the right in about the fifth row? I did not. Holy moly. Sexy time? Yeah, I would say so. Is that right? Full belly out and just a bra, basically. Nice flat belly, Jay? I, well, from what you can see, yeah, my point is, that is some outfit for an NBA game. Like You're going out to the club on Friday night, I got it. But my lord, this I'll, is a, I'll these, show you during the break. These NBA games are places to be seen. There was a girl behind the bench of uh, one of the hockey games. Uh, I can't remember which one. A lot of cleavage showing. She was standing. She was sitting right on the glass every time the cameras went over there. I'm sure you see that a lot, though. Yeah, you do, and you always wonder too if they're behind the bench of the road team. How often and. Are they trying to get the attention of these guys to kind of knock them off their game a little bit? That girl probably left with a whole bunch of pucks. Oh, here you go. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. And phone numbers. Yeah. Hey, here's <laughs> right. You do like the A-Rod where A-Rod wrote his phone number on the ball and tossed it to the girl. You write your phone number on the puck and just. With a gray Sharpie. <laughs> yeah, right over the top. Here you go. Give me a call. You never know. Give me a call sometime. All right, I'm going to try and find this video. We'll take right. a break. When we come back, at some point, and I know I'll talk with G about this too, we have got to discuss this Tom Brady contract because I am baffled beyond anyone. Yeah, well, oh, it's crazy. All beyond right. baffledness. Uh, yeah, I, I can't even comprehend it, but whatever. We'll do that coming up next. 536 on the fan. Don't go away. G joins us at the top. New Weezer, Jerry. I like it. There's a band that just keeps on going. That's all you know? Because it looked good at the beginning. Yeah. You had it sunk in with the TV and the video. Yeah. I listened to the whole album coming in today. Scale of one to five. One terrible uh, five. A, a three. A three. Good, a couple. solid... Album. Yeah, it's a short album. I think there's only seven songs on it. Yeah. Why even bother doing an album? Just release songs. Yeah. Like, what is the point? So, yeah, I, I wonder if uh, 92.3 is playing that. I'm sure they are. A little bit. Of, I sure. guess they're going out on tour this summer, Weezer. Everyone's going out on yeah. tour this summer. I saw they, uh, I didn't realize they played a concert at the uh, NFL Draft. Oh, Weezer did, yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's on YouTube. That? I haven't watched it yet. Pretty I meant cool. to go back and check it out. I got to get into some concerts this year. Yeah. Assuming COVID doesn't spike up right. crazy again, I want to do a lot of concerts this year. Okay. We were supposed to do that in 2020. We missed it. We got screwed. Yep. 2022, we make up for year it. Year of the concert. Yes. Uh, Boomer is out sick today. Correct. I'm here, of course, Jerry, and I don't feel great. I know. I wish you'd go home. Big deal. I have COVID. You got to come to work. You don't have COVID, do you? No. Oh. That was just a joke, Jerry. Okay, good. I was going to say, I get did, out. I did two COVID tests. I'm good. Okay. I hope so. I'm good. Yeah, no, I got you. Yeah. You could have put the camera on and just worked remotely if you don't feel well. Yeah, then Eddie's got to talk to the terrible callers. So I don't much. know, Jerry. I thought you like that when you don't have to do that all the time. I do, but like I, 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 it feels unfair to Eddie. I don't want to do that. Eddie's a pro. I'd rather come in, get Eddie sick. You know what I mean? Like, just You're be right. here at work. <laughs> just be at work, Jerry. Uh, well, I was very happy Lepresti was available today. I didn't want to do that double thing that we did last week. That last Monday? Yeah. When we got the late call. And also, as much as Al may enjoy being home, he really hates me screening calls. 
Yeah. Well, whatever. Because ter- I'm, I suck at it. No, I, you don't. I also, I do really think it's allergies because of when I went outside, my face blowed up. All right, fair enough. But who knows, Sherry? Who knows? We'll uh, what out. else? Oh, the Tom Brady deal. You want to talk Please about? Please help me. <laughs> so the Tom Brady deal is reportedly worth this, according to Mr. Andrew Marshan. Nuts. Uh, Ten years for a guy who's never done a game. Yeah. Ten years, three hundred seventy-five million dollars. What? That comes to 37 points. More than he's made, I think, yeah. playing football. Can you yes. please do me a favor and explain yes. to me the value Fox gets out of this? Well, Go. here's the thing is what they said. I actually was doing some research mm-hmm. on this. Uh, I think I, I read Andrew Marshan. I read a couple other guys. They said that, that Fox had an, a call with investors, mm-hmm. and they felt they couldn't go to the investors with news of, Aikman and Buck out of there without right. a big splash of their own. So that's really why I think they did it. Thirty-seven point five yeah. million dollars. They what needed a it, big splash. All kidding aside, and I do, and I do not believe this to be the case. I think he's going to be fine. I think he'll be good. I think he has seen what Romo has done. I think he has seen what Manning has done on his Manning cast. I think you'll get the best side of Brady. I do. But what if he's Jason Witten? What if? Then what? Then what happens? Is that is that not a guaranteed contract? What if he's Joe Montana? I mean, right? Like, you got to be kidding me. And for a guy that's still going to play at least one more year, maybe two, I'm, I don't get it. I don't. And for investors, you're investing in the freaking product that draws more eyeballs to the set beyond any other show on television. Right. It's the most popular thing, whether there's announcers or not. I, I don't I don't understand I don't get it I don't I'll never understand I'm not saying they shouldn't be paid well they should these numbers are stupid now now Fox has come out and said he they dispute they're disputing these numbers but Andrew Marshan is standing by his sources okay I believe Andrew Marshan on this one yeah I do too because it's like Tom it Brady from? Tom Brady probably wouldn't agree to it unless the number was big now. If you told me the number had to be a dollar more than what Romo or Aikman were making to be the top paid analyst, I I get it. But my God, the guy's never called a game. But maybe he's like, you know, we always talk about how Tom Brady didn't take every penny when he was quarterbacking. Now he wants every penny. Because he had to have money for other people on his, other quality players on his team. Now, take it all. You know what does suck, though? Because you know what will end up happening at some point. Fox Sports, somewhere along the way, will end up firing a producer. They'll fire this guy and that guy, and they'll, for whatever reason, it happens everywhere. We've seen the stories about ESPN paying their top talent ridiculous amounts of money, but firing people all over the place. You know what? You end up taking some slings and arrows. So, I don't know. I, I was blown away by that number. I hope they still have money to pay Craig Carton for his new morning show. For FS1. <coughs> Is he getting thirty-seven point five? I think so. I think that is year. the yep. I think uh, for ten years. Yeah, I mean, do you realize how much money that is? There's for a him lot of to money. Call twenty games if it is if it is even twenty games a year. God, and I'm and I know as you said yesterday, or G did, someone did. I get it. They're going to use him as an ambassador, and they're going to parade him through a suite here and there, and maybe he'll have to do an interview once a week. Thirty-seven and a half million dollars. When the product already stands on its own? It does. My God. It's you, a quality product already, Jerry. Do you think the ratings are any better if it's Kevin Burkhart and whoever? 
as opposed to Kevin Burkhart and Tom Brady. If it's a great game, I think initially nah. people want to tune in to uh, Tom Brady, and then at the end of the day, off. you're either going to watch the game or you're not watching the game. That's true. There's no, I, I love football. I've never once, ever, ever, ever. Oh, interesting. So these guys are doing Panthers Jaguars. I'll watch that game. Yeah, I wasn't no. interested in this game, but now, uh, and especially I, think of how many people still on Sundays go to sports bars to watch all the games and don't even hear the announcers. Do right. you hear no announcers? It really is something. Like here would be the litmus test. If you've got, and I mean, and I mean this. So let's take the best game of the day. Let's say you've got Packers Chiefs on CBS. And then on Fox, and clearly this would never happen, but on Fox you've got Carolina against a bad New Orleans team, and you put Burkhart and Brady on that game, and they're at the same time. What game are you watching? The better game. Of course. There's no chance you're watching that crappy game, even though you might have better announcers or announcers equal to what, you know, is on the better game. The whole thing is ridiculous. Tony Romo feels like old news news now. If I'm Tony Romo, I want to raise no, if I'm, I'm CBS, I'm, if I'm CBS, I'm looking for the next best, the next big guy. You got to get rid of Tony Romo now. That's it. We've yeah. had enough of Tony Romo. Look around. Who might retire next? Let's sign that person. He does up. make funny sounds though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so I do like the predicting plays. Still, I know a lot of people out of noise, but I like it. It's fine. Whatever. It does nothing for me. It's still weird to me, like that. <sighs> That he, I guess, because he's got a bird's eye view, right? Yeah. Versus when he was a player, how did, how, how did he, he know the all defense. these things? Yeah. Sure. Well, but you can remember as a player though, he saw the film. So right. He, he kind of saw it anyway, and then kind of was able to put it together on the field from what he was watching and what he was studying. So it is different in real time, but I do think prepared the same way, so kind of knew what to look for, if that makes sense. All right. So you've got now. Aikman, Romo, and Brady, the three of them, when Brady starts doing this, will be making a combined almost $80 million a year to be a a TV analyst. That's the other thing. It's TV analyst, not a radio analyst that actually needs to explain to you what the hell just happened. You just saw it. I wonder if Brady will be able to use the telestrator. Will they let... Will they... Train him on that. I mean, who knows? Maybe he'll draw eggplants like Madden used to by mistake sometimes. It'd be so great to be a the Brady. Eggplants, I think, are not on the approved Tom Brady diet, though. I was not eating them. I was talking about drawing them. <coughs> oh, my God. Sorry, Jerry. This is unbelievable. All right, let's take a break. Al's about to drop dead. Hopefully, we, hopefully he'll be with us on the other side of this break. I'm not so sure. He looks terrible, sounds worse, but it's just allergies. Who knows? Quick break. Odyssey Sports Minute. JR. Oh, guess what he's talking about? The Yankees. No, you jackass Tom Brady. (laughs) It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. We've got two more minutes till we get you to G here at the top. Yankees with a thrilling one over the Blue Jays. Brutal loss for the Blue Jays. And the Mets say, ho-hum, we're just better than you. Win over the Nationals. What else? So we got the schedule release for the NFL coming tomorrow. Tomorrow night, yeah. Now, I was reading that next year they want to make it a whole well, why not? week event. But you know what's weird? We uh, we get the opponents yes, like very early on. Yeah. Does it really matter when they're playing each me. other? It does Well, I know because you work the yes. same like for the fans. The, no, it doesn't matter. The only thing that I think probably matters, fans want to know when their team's playing on Sunday night or Monday night. 
Okay. I would think is interesting to them. And I think fans want to know what the Thanksgiving Day lineup is. I think that's kind of cool. Road trips, too. They plan their road trips. Road trips. Right. When you do all those trips to other stadiums. I also wonder, too, like if you're a a Bengals fan and you know they're playing the Chiefs, do you want the Chiefs early or you want the Chiefs when they're humming along? I always want a better team early. A better, because they're not set. Yes, because they're not in rhythm just yet. Listen, teams can come out of the gate, you know, firing on all cylinders for sure. But more times than not, I would think you're going to get their worst shot early. So I'm playing the Chiefs. I want them now. I got you. All right, so maybe it does matter. It does, yeah, it matters. And Graham Gano, Jerry, who's on the Giants, he wears number five. He's a kicker. He is a kicker. He's giving up his number five to Kayvon Thibodeau for a $50,000 donation to a charity, Jerry, called Puppies Behind Bars. Prisoners? Yeah, these are puppies who've done crimes, and they are behind bars. Okay. No, they they're service dogs for wounded war veterans. I never heard of that. That's cool. me neither. Right. So fifty k. That's nice. He's not taking the cash, but he's saying you give me the cash, and I'll give it to puppies behind bars. Exactly the way it should be. Right. There's I no like problem that. with that. All right. Well, that's cool. I don't like these. Def- what I don't like these guys wearing single digit numbers. It still bothers me. Why you not used to it already? No. Yeah, I have no. Not problem used to it, Jerry. I don't care. I don't the care first for year WFAN and WFAN-FM and HD1, New York. An Odyssey station.